0: Hello, I'm Dr. Claudine Holt. Welcome to the Burnout to Bliss podcast. This podcast is for women in medicine who are ready to opt out of the cycle of burnout, overwhelm and stress by tuning into their feminine genius so they can create a life and career they love. Let's get into it. friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Burnout to Bliss podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today for episode 32. I'm really excited about today's episode. But before I get into that, um, I hope you're doing well. It is super hot where I live. And I'm wondering if it's if it's hot where you are. Fortunately, I'm indoors right now. I have the most beautiful lilies that are filling my room right now with this amazing scent. Lilies are one of my favorite flowers because they smell so amazing and fragrant. And so it feels good to smell them actually as I record this episode. So today I'm actually gonna be talking about something that's been coming up a lot on sessions with clients lately, and that is procrastination. As a burnout coach who works with women in medicine, procrastination is something that comes up again and again because it's one of those it's one of those issues that has to kind of do with time management and making commitments to things and then not wanting to to work on those things and so I'm calling this episode the psychology of procrastination because I think a lot of us have this shame about procrastinating Um, we feel bad about it we feel guilty about being procrastinators and I think some people they naturally have a way of doing things where they work better under pressure some people part of their natural rhythm their natural cycle if you will is to commit to a task to conserve their energy up until like the last possible minute and then boom, like explode that energy, do what they need to do to complete the task, they get it done, they get it done well, and that just works for them. I would say that's not most people. Most people, when they find themselves waiting to the last minute to do something, it's not because they do their best work under pressure, it's for other reasons. And because this is something that's been coming up a lot, I wanted to explore, I really wanted to dive into procrastination in a podcast episode. So today, the psychology of procrastination, we're going to get into that. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what procrastination is, why you're not procrastinating, the real reasons you are procrastinating and what to do about it, because most people when they're bringing up procrastination on a coaching session it's not because they're happy about it they feel really bad about procrastinating and they want they want to change they almost feel like it's a character flaw that something is wrong with them that they're procrastinating and really what i want you to come away from this episode today is understanding that there's actually nothing wrong with you if you're procrastinating There's a very good reason that you're procrastinating. I'm hoping that you're going to understand why that is and then what you need to do to overcome this. So first of all, procrastination is simply delaying or putting off a task or a commitment or something that you're responsible for doing, even though there's, there's going to be some negative consequence that's associated with the delay that's associated with putting, it off. So even if on a conscious level, you're totally aware that you have something coming up, right? So maybe you committed to giving a talk for grand rounds or, or maybe you are asked to speak on a panel and you need to prepare for that talk. Or your department chair has asked you to put together an agenda for the upcoming department meeting, whatever it is, you have a task and it's coming up. And you know that it has to get done there's like no way out of it right you've already committed to it you know it has to be done however you're still not doing it what's up with that right so here's what I want you to know you're not procrastinating because you're lazy it's not because of that it's not because you just have no self-control It's not because you're just unmotivated or you're a non-starter or you're a slacker because I promise you, if you made it through medical school or nursing school or nurse practitioner school or physician assistant school or you're a therapist or whatever career you have in the field of medicine, if you have gotten to the level that you are today it's not because of any of those reasons, right? You couldn't possibly have made it that far if you're lazy, have no self-control, you're unmotivated, you're a non-starter, or you're a slacker, right? So I want you to get rid of those labels because most likely somewhere in your lifetime, someone labeled you as such. Maybe it was your parents said you're lazy, or you know a teacher said something to you once about you know being unmotivated or whatever it is. You may have been given a label at some point in your past and that label is still inside of you or that voice is still in your head that's saying, oh, why can't you do this? It's because of, you know, X, Y, or Z. I want you to get rid of that because I'm going to tell you why you actually procrastinate and it's not for any of those reasons. What I do want you to understand that there is always a good reason for every single thing that you do. You don't do anything for no good reason, all right? So I want you to really take this in and understand that everything that you do, even procrastination, has a purpose in your mind, in your brain. Everything that you do has a purpose. And it always goes back to why we have a brain in the first place and what our brain is wired to do right what is our brains primary role in life it's keeping you alive it's keeping you safe it's all about safety and survival first so if we apply what we know about the brain to procrastination then I want you to understand that on some level the task that you're avoiding the tasks that you're not completing the tasks that you're procrastinating on. The reason you're doing that is because on some level, it feels unsafe for you to do that. And because it feels unsafe for you to do it, for you to move forward on it, your default strategy is going to be to avoid it. That really is the deeper reason that you procrastinate. That really is it. And if that seems like too big of a stretch, like you're like, Claudine, I don't know about that. That, that seems a little bit dramatic. I want you to stay with me. I want you to keep listening to this episode because we don't avoid things that are easy. We don't avoid doing things that feel safe. We don't avoid things that are no big deal, right? And you might be saying, well, putting together a presentation or an agenda for um, a meeting or preparing to give a talk as a speaker, like, you're like, I mean, I've done those things before, you know, it's not such a big deal. Why would I, why would I feel unsafe putting together some PowerPoint slides? Or why would I feel unsafe putting together an agenda for a meeting? But what I want you to understand is it's It's not the task itself that feels unsafe. There's usually a deeper underlying belief about the task or about what the task means for you. That's what makes you feel unsafe. And so what you need to figure out is the why. What is it about the task? What is it about the assignment? What is it about whatever it is that you committed to? It felt good in the moment and you said yes, and now that you've actually have to to do the work on it, suddenly it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like you want to move forward on it. And if you want to overcome the procrastination, it's so important to figure out what that reason is. What is the deeper reason that you feel unsafe that's causing you to avoid completing the task Most people don't understand that they have to figure this piece out if they want to shift the procrastination because many of us have been conditioned to be, you know, ashamed of this or, you know, to, we maybe again, we're labeled as, as lazy or unmotivated and we feel bad about that. What we try to do instead is to just force ourselves, right? To just do it, to just push through, to just get it done. It's that hustle mentality. It's that hustle culture. It's when we kind of go into our masculine genius and just do like, I just need to get this presentation done. I just need to get these slides done. I need to get this agenda done by any means necessary. I'm going to figure it out. Even though I don't feel like it, I have to do it. So I'm just going to power through it. And that's when we feel horrible, right? And I would say that if you're, forcing yourself to, to push through and do something, you're probably not doing it from like the best mental space, um, from the best energy. You're probably not doing your best work unless again, you're one of those people who really does perform well under pressure. There are some people who do, but if you're not one of those people and you're just forcing yourself to get it done because you have to, you don't have any choice at this point, then you're never really addressing the root cause of the procrastination which is figuring out what is it about the task that feels unsafe to you unsafe to your nervous system so here's what you need to do if you really want to shift this habit of procrastination because again you just need to understand that the reason you're procrastinating you're avoiding completing any task is because it doesn't feel safe for you to do so you don't feel resourced to to complete the task and it's really understanding why that is so the first step is really getting clear on how you are thinking about the task how the thought makes you feel and then how you're showing up or not showing up based on that so this is the basic cognitive triad which is the think feel do cycle our thoughts make us feel a certain way and then based on those feelings we take certain actions or we don't take certain actions and so really getting clear on the thought that you're having about the task how that thought is making you feel in your body and then the ways that you're actually procrastinating so what you're doing instead of the actual task Seeing this written out can actually provide a lot of clarity and awareness. The next part of the process of shifting procrastination is to realize that the procrastination is really just a coping mechanism. It's just a safety strategy, if you will, that your brain is defaulting to. Because again, for whatever reason, it doesn't feel safe for you to complete the task. And so... This is how your brain is trying to create safety. It's saying avoid, don't do it, right? Don't move, don't move towards that, that thing, that task that feels unsafe. So you're actually just giving yourself a little bit of validation here that there's a reason that I'm procrastinating and it's not because I'm a bad person, you know, it's not because I'm lazy, it's not because of whatever label you were given in the past, but you want to see it for what it is in the moment, which is, this is just a coping mechanism for me right now. And once you can see that it's just a coping mechanism, I'm avoiding something that feels unsafe. The next step is to go deeper and to ask yourself, why is that? What is the deeper belief, the deeper thought, the deeper reason? what is it that's driving this procrastination because i can tell you it's not because you don't want to do a powerpoint presentation it has nothing to do with that there is something deeper that's going on beneath surface level right it's like the iceberg the iceberg is the little part that you can see above the water but underneath we know that there's a whole lot more going on underneath the surface so what I want you to do is get curious. What is it about this you know, presentation or this agenda that I need to put together that I'm avoiding? And this is where you actually go into the body to get the answer. It's not in your mind. The, the answer is deeper down in the body of why you don't want to move forward with the task. In my work with clients, there's at least six reasons that I've come up with for what's driving procrastination for most people. And I'll share one of them with you on the podcast today. But the main one is being afraid of failure, right? Being afraid to fail or make a mistake or mess up. And the fear of failure is so common. It's such a common thing that all human beings struggle with. And it's, Probably the biggest fear that holds people back and it's unfortunate because we've been taught to fear failure We've been taught that failing is the most horrible thing that can happen to you That if you fail at something, it means something bad about you. It means something negative about you There's a lot of shame that comes along with it. There's a lot of embarrassment that comes along with it but my coach, one of my mentors helped me to really reframe failure and to really see failure in a totally different light. Because if you're not failing at things, if you are not failing, that means you're not trying. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. If you are not failing at anything, it's because you're not doing anything. It's because you're not trying. And if you have these great goals. If you have these big dreams, but you're not willing to fail on route to achieving them, then you can't have them. (laughs) You, You cannot have them without taking the risk and being willing to fail. Even the most successful people who we might look at today and say, man, this person has achieved so much success in their lives. They didn't wake up that that way and there's gonna be a mountain of failures that is holding up their success right there's there's a, a phrase a saying that you fail forward and I'm not sure who originally said that quote but it's true it's true the the path to success is, is gonna be paved with failures essentially and it's a lot of experimentation. It's a lot of trial and error. You know, you're going to win sometimes and sometimes you're going to fail. And for us as humans, failure thousands and thousands of years ago could mean death, right? So we have this kind of hardwired into our biology to be afraid of failure, And it's the fear of failure that's one of the main reasons that causes people to procrastinate because why would you want to work on something? Why would you want to put your attention, your focus, your energy on something if you had this underlying belief that you're going to fail at it anyway? You wouldn't. So then it makes total sense that you're going to procrastinate, that you're going to distract yourself. You're going to be on social media. You're going to be doing all the other things that have nothing to do with completing this task. That you're terrified of failing at. And once you can identify what that deeper belief or thought or reason is that is driving you to procrastinate, once you have identified what that is, then you have everything that you need to actually shift it, to actually shift the procrastination. And this is where you do the body work, you do the embodiment work, the somatic work to just be with this part of you that is afraid to fail, or maybe it's one of the other reasons that drive people to procrastinate, but whatever the reason is for you will just stick with failure for you know this example. But you just actually accept that, that you're afraid to fail and that's what's driving you to procrastinate and, and that's okay. And then there are other tools, additional embodiment tools that you can do to release that fear and to give yourself a sense of safety in the moment, right? Because ultimately that's what you need to do is create the safety within yourself so that you can actually move forward and take the necessary steps to complete the task. And it actually doesn't have to take a long time for you to actually shift procrastination. It really doesn't. Because once you get beyond the surface thought of why you don't want to do the task, and get into the body and get to the deeper reason, the underlying reason for why you don't feel safe doing the task, it actually doesn't take a lot of time for you to shift that. And once you release the fear, the guilt, the shame, whatever the emotion is, once you release that from your body, then you can actually create a plan of action for getting it done. You see, if you try to overcome procrastination by just trying to get it done without doing the deeper inquiry, the deeper embodiment work to get to the root of why you don't want to do it in the first place, it's futile. Then you're just, again, you're just forcing yourself to power through and to do it, but you haven't really gotten to the root of the procrastination. And guess what? You'll just experience this pattern again because again it's a it's a coping mechanism, it's a safety response. And when it comes to your safety responses and your coping mechanisms, your brain is just on autopilot when it comes to those, right? When your brain encounters a situation that feels unsafe, it will just default to safety. So just to recap, procrastination is super common. A lot of women struggle with this. I know because a lot of my clients are telling me that they struggle with it. And it's something that I have struggled with before too. And it's so important that you understand that you don't procrastinate because something is wrong with you. It's not because you're lazy and unmotivated or because you're a slacker. You're procrastinating because you don't feel safe to move forward with that task for whatever reason. And so the solution to procrastination is to figure out why, why you're actually avoiding the task in the first place, because there's going to be a deeper underlying belief, thought, feeling that's driving the action, or you could say the inaction of procrastination. And so instead of just trying to force yourself to just do it anyway, you really want to pause and figure out what is that deeper thought that's driving this whole thing. And when you have that, you embrace it, you process it and release it and show yourself a whole lot of grace and self-compassion as you do this. And then from that place, after you feel the shift, then you can come up with an action plan for how you're gonna move forward and actually complete the task and get it done. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the psychology of procrastination. And for a very limited time, I'm going to be offering a handful of sessions specifically focused on overcoming procrastination. So what that's gonna look like is you will decide on a task or a project or something that you've been procrastinating on that needs to be done. And then we're going to essentially coach on that together. I'm going to walk you through my process and help you uncover the root cause for why you're procrastinating on this particular task so that you can release it. You'll also receive a worksheet after our session so that you can continue to explore more about why you're procrastinating. And this worksheet is something that only my clients have access to. But if you sign up for one of these sessions, you will receive that worksheet as well. So I will leave a link in the show notes so you can schedule that session to help you overcome procrastination if that is something that interests you. Again, I'll only be offering a limited number of these sessions. So I would not delay if you're interested. Go ahead and schedule because I expect these sessions to go very quickly. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you next week. Hey, if you want to learn how my burnout to bliss formula can help you eliminate burnout, overwhelm and stress for good, I want to invite you to sign up for a 60 minute consultation with me. It's free and you'll walk away with a customized prescription that you can apply to your unique situation. Just head over to www.theembodiedmd.com to schedule your consultation. There are limited slots each week, so book today.